0: Charlotte
1: and I'm Helly, and welcome to 20s so are hard our fortnightly podcast on surviving your 20s
0: if this is the first time you're tuning into the podcast then let us tell you what happens we catch up about everything we've been up to in the past couple of weeks we share some of the things we've been absolutely loving whether that's recipes tv shows movies books you name it we can recommend it and then we go on and discuss something that isn't normally discussed but pretty much affects everyone in their 20s
1: Um, But we do have some very exciting news. Um, As you all know, 20s are hard. We'll always be our baby. But as of next week, um, we will be coming the Growth in Progress podcast. It doesn't mean that anything else is changing. Um, We still want to bring you the same content, the same discussions, the same chats that we have been. We just feel like the way that the podcast has grown and become something slightly different from how we started, we wanted the name and brand of our podcast to reflect that. So we're really excited to keep bringing you more of that relevant content. And also you may have noticed that our Instagram has disappeared. That is why um, it will be coming back as of the next episode with loads of new content um, and more exciting episodes for you to listen to.
0: We've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up and you don't need to do a single thing. You will still get the podcast on your regular feed. It will just look a little bit different and we might have some other exciting stuff coming up in the future.
1: Um, But for now, let's carry on with this week's podcast as normal. How have you been?
0: How have I been? Um, Do you know what? We've actually got, well, I don't know if you can call it a heatwave because it's summer and in theory we should have warm weather anyway, but we do have somewhat of a heatwave in the UK. It's shorts weather, like we've got ice cream in the freezer. We can go outside without a jacket. Like it's like a proper summer. And honestly, even though we still can't really see people um, and all that kind of thing, it's so nice to have some good weather. Honestly, game changing.
1: I have been very jealous, but also it makes me laugh because, I mean, I know everyone in the UK seems to complain about the weather, but even more so when I'm away from it, the amount of people that I saw like a week ago complaining about how cold it was are now the same people complaining that there's a heat wave and they're too hot
0: <laughs> it's just so I mean, funny to see we're both so similar in this respect we love the warm weather so there is no complaint coming from me um and i cannot wait i'm hoping this afternoon actually to take my kindle pop down to the local park which you would love because there are so many dogs in this park um, <laughs> one in particular i've made friends with hugo he's very very fluffy he's gorgeous um sit down in the park read my book maybe have a cheeky pims and yeah just enjoy some warm weather like it's it's really made a difference i think
1: oh that sounds so nice to be to be fair it's been really nice here everyone who has always lived in melbourne keeps telling me how lucky we've been with the winter this year which is probably making the whole Second lockdown palaver slightly more bearable. Like today, it was eighteen degrees. It's the middle of winter. August is supposed to be the coldest month of the year in Melbourne, and it's eighteen degrees. It's so nice.
0: What's mad is that last weekend it was twenty degrees here. That's like, crazy. Crazy, isn't it? I actually do
1: think it's really interesting. So you know, um like back at home, and I think you've had this before as well, like the like sad seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, and definitely. I I've never real I mean I knew that I had it and I knew that I struggled with it in the winter. I never realized how severely I had it until being here in a summer where it's it's been largely sunny the whole time. It does rain, it does get a bit chilly, but even on the chilly days it's still been sunny and it's made me realize how much I do suffer with it in the UK because the winter months in the UK feel like the longest most painfully drawn out months of the year for me and I just feel like crap like most of the time and mm-hmm. here i just even in a second lockdown which let's face it has been absolute crap i i really am finding it so much easier to be positive and look forward i don't know if that is just like a mindset thing or if it genuinely is because i'm actually getting more vitamin d than i would usually in the winter honestly
0: i think it's a sunshine because i i love winter fashion like, autumn is my favorite time of year but actually like past that i'm done like January when it's raining and it's dark until 9am and it's dark again by 2.30 in the evening, no, not my type of vibe. But if it's the weekend and it's a very sunny day, even if it's really cold, if I can get outside and see the sun, I know when it is bad. It's those kind of like days in the middle of the week where you're getting no sunlight, you can't get outside, it's raining, it's bleak, no. So I bet it's because you're actually getting outside and you can, you've got sun even in the middle of winter.
1: Yeah, it's make because August here is basically like February in the UK, Ooh. and yeah, it's, it's made such a difference, which is really really
0: nice. I'm pleased to hear. Other than that, what have you been up to? Obviously, not an awful lot. Um, crap. <laughs> but you know,
1: I feel like this. I feel like the podcast this year has just been us te- like attempting to fill our catch ups with the things that we've like not been doing. <laughs> what's the catch up well today I cleaned out this closet and I took a walk around this neighborhood
0: (laughs) I mean yesterday I did sticky back plastic my desk in the office and it looks amazing like I'm very proud of that so it's you know you joke but that is what we're actually doing
1: (laughs) yeah I mean to be fair everything here is it's been bearable but unfortunately today effective immediately as of hours ago actually we've gone into stage four restrictions um so we've got a curfew from 8 p.m every night um we can't go out and exercise for longer than an hour every day we can't go further than five kilometers from our own home only one person from each household can go to the shops um they've basically cracked down because the last three weeks of stage three restrictions have just not seen a reduction in numbers it's not been Increasing exponentially. Like the, this is the thing, our, is it the R number?
0: Yeah, it's so, the R rate. Yeah.
1: So the R rate has been sitting at about one the whole time. So the curve is flattened, but it's not been going down. And that's what the mm. issue is. We've consistently been sitting at between like 450 and like 650 cases every day for the past three weeks, essentially. So they've, understandably i totally understand why but they've put these stage four restrictions in for another six weeks which takes us to september the 13th which just is so miserable to think about like oh god and also it means that i'll have a quarantine birthday which i know so many people have had it i just because my birthday was so far off i never even considered that i would be spending it in quarantine yeah here out.
0: yeah that's the thing isn't it like when it happened to our friend becky we were like okay your birthday's at the end of march like we can kind of believe this has happened and then when it happened to me we were like oh okay this is a bit crap the fact that in september like oh it's just so it's just not great like it's it's crap but I do think this year, if you have had any type of lockdown, such quarantine, COVID-y birthday, um, the rule is that you actually get to extend the celebrations till your next birthday. Um, So, you know, I I still haven't celebrated, like, going out for a meal for my birthday. So, you know, you can milk this well into next year.
1: Oh, I mean, I plan to. I had so many great birthday plans. So it just means now I'm going to have to do them at a later date and spread them out even more. So... It's great, (laughs)
0: it's not it's not really a silver lining but you know you got you gotta find what you can in these otherwise crap situations yeah <laughs> to say no one start doing a shot every time we describe the situation as crap or crappy because you aren't gonna get through the podcast this week
1: yeah do you remember that time when we used to apologize for swearing to Debs my mom um and now oh, I feel like we both know. say crap like a million times an episode because everything is a little bit crap
0: <laughs> I do consciously Use crap as opposed to other words that I might otherwise use because I am consciously. I do. I mean, we're we
1: marked um, as yeah. Well, we're marked as explicit on a uh, on podcast platforms for the exact reason. But I still try and uh, choose crap over any other word.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a tamer word. But anyway, um, why don't you tell me what you've been loving this week between all of the all of the goings on?
1: <laughs> okay, so my first recommendation this week is actually a charity and I've been so excited to tell you about this I almost texted you about it this week I was like no I'm gonna I'm gonna wait because for all of those people who donate to a charity and are kind of a bit like uh where's my money going I don't really know what it's directly going to who am I actually helping how is it being put to use this charity is for you so it's called the sleepy girl club Um, and I actually came across it online and the woman who launched it is from Nottingham which if anyone can't tell from my Midlands accent that is where I'm from Um, and it's basically what they believe is the first of their kind but it's a charity where you actually go onto the shop and you specifically buy items which will be donated to people in need so they they're not A charity themselves they are a non-profit organization but they work with charities all over the UK and you can go onto their store and you actually buy items and they will put those items together and give them to the charities so you're actually buying the products you know exactly where your money's going and each item when you go into it gives you a breakdown of which charity this will be going to If it's a specific location in the UK, it will tell you where it's going. Or if it's kind of a chain of charities, then it will tell you the chain of charities that it's going to. So I went on here and with £20, I bought uh, nappies, uh, a set of nappies for £4. uh, Children's toiletries for £1.20. Tampons and sanitary towels for £1.50. Group counselling for a new mum. Um, which is £8.50, and also a uh, free mental health session for um, someone who's currently living in a shelter. And I got all of that for £20. And I you can just love add that. it to your basket. Yeah, you add it to your basket, you pay on PayPal, um, completely non profit. There's just a 2% additional cost to each item when you go through PayPal, just for like the processing fee. I thought it was such a good idea.
0: I think that's such a nice idea because when you so often when you donate to a charity is that thing of oh where's my money going or what is this actually gonna go towards and it's such a nice gift idea as well I think I know I'm gonna mention the C word. But if you're looking for Christmas presents that are low waste, Mm. which I know a lot of people, or birthday presents, but like I I always think about it around Christmas time mainly. Um, That's a really nice thing to do because if you just give money to a charity in someone else's name, it always feels a bit like there's nothing really there. But actually being like, actually, I've bought so-and-so a counselling session or whatever. It's such a nice way to do it and it feels so much more personal, don't you think?
1: yeah and also I should point out that it's there's no minimum spend either so even if all you have right now is three or four pounds that you can spare you can actually go on here and pick that will still cover maybe two or three items you can buy a child's face covering you can buy sanitary products you it's it's just there's so much flexibility with it and I think that's the issue that a lot of people have with donating to charities often set amounts or set processes and as they've pointed out as well in their FAQs obviously you could just donate directly to the charity yourself and if you do that's great but the thing that's great about sleepy girl store is that you can donate to m- multiple causes at once you could be helping a new mum in a shelter you could be helping children who aren't getting access to the education that they need it's it's really great I'm just I'm going to say the website again because it's the website is the sleepygirlclub.com. But you can also find them on Instagram. And I believe they're the Sleepy Girls store on Instagram.
0: I love that. I'm going to take a look at that later. It's such a lovely idea, especially at the moment, because a lot of us don't have a lot of money to give, but we still want to help people who are in a worse position than us. And actually, if there's no minimum spend, that is such a lovely way to do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, What's your first recommendation this week?
0: Okay, so this is an Instagram account, and it has been doing the rounds of it, so you might have seen it, but I'm hoping you haven't, because I love this, and I'm so, I just think it's such a wonderful idea, and I, like, similarly to what you just said, I was going to send this to you, and I was like, no, I'm going to save it for the podcast, Um, but it's called Want Showers Young. Have you heard about this?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: So it's two people who own a laundrette, and... um, their son has started taking photos of them wearing the clothes that have been forgotten about. But these pictures are so cool. So they're both in their 80s and they dress up, like I said, in the clothes that haven't been collected at the laundrette that they own. But they do like these cool shoots. Like, you know, you see like the cool Instagram girls, like going to laundrettes and like laundromats in the US and having these cool shoots and everything. That's what they're doing. But it's their actual laundrette. And I just love it. Like, it's so fun. It's so creative. And it's just, I, I mean, I love old people on the internet anyway. Um, but I love <laughs> that they've like, taken this and done something really cool with it. Like, something I've just not seen before. And it's it's just really nice. Like, I feel like there's so much on the internet where you're like, oh, okay, that's a cool trend. This is not tapping into anything like that. It's just really cool, really fun idea. Um, and the outfits are so cool like you will love this account I have no doubt like it's just a brilliant idea and if you just want something that's going to be positive and fun and different popping up on your news feed I cannot recommend it enough
1: oh my god that sounds amazing I absolutely need to look at that
0: oh my 100%. god what a good idea
1: I love it when stuff like that comes up on especially on Instagram where there's so much of the same stuff if there's something that's just completely original
0: yeah totally that like really original concept and he did it because he didn't want his parents to be bored um when they're running their laundrette and at the end of every caption it's like don't forget to pick up your clothes or like all that kind of thing because obviously that is actually a problem for laundrettes like if you drop your stuff off and then you forget about it that causes them a problem um so it's just I just think it's so well thought out and so lovely so that is what you need to go follow this week guys
1: definitely gonna check
0: that out I love it um what's your next recommendation?
1: My next recommendation is probably what half the world has been talking about but for the last week or so. And it is Taylor Swift's new album, folklore. And I have to say I've had a bit of a hit and miss hit and miss release,
0: Hit and miss? Is that the right phrase? I think you mean on off. Like an on off relationship oh, no, I- with her?
1: I mean hit or miss, but not hit and miss, because you can't hit and miss at the same time. That would be
0: ridiculous. (laughs) I knew what you mean. Oh, guess what? we got another idiom box. (laughs) Anyway.
1: (laughs) Okay. I've had a bit of an on-off relationship with Taylor Swift. Um, I used to really like her, then she really irritated. Anyway, I feel like a lot of people have felt like that. But this new album is so chilled. I very rarely will sit and listen to an entire album from someone, unless it's like Beyonce. And... I sat and listened through the entire thing and it's just so chilled, so relaxing. It just doesn't feel like it's trying too hard or there's any kind of, I don't know, you know how she often has some sort of underlying message or ulterior motive. I just really enjoyed listening to it and it's super chilled out. And there's a track as well that she does. I really like Cardigan, which is like the main one that's being promoted at the moment. But yeah, she's done one of the tracks with Bon Iver. Um, it's called Exile and I just absolutely love it. And I think if you're just looking for that kind of chilled out Sunday feeling, it is that album.
0: Yeah, I kind of, it wasn't what I was expecting from her. Um, but I think given yeah, that she definitely. wrote it in lockdown, you can kind of feel that. And it's not been the thing I've been reaching for. All I've been reaching for in the past two weeks has been my Tropical House playlist on Spotify cannot recommend enough you know word, <laughs> this one for you. um but it is right up my street in terms of like a genre of music so I'm definitely gonna give it more of a listen I feel like come autumn it's gonna be all I listen to it's a very cozy album
1: yeah is cozy is like the perfect word for it actually
0: I also loved the song um oh my god I can't remember the name of it the one that's about the woman whose house she now owns I don't think you know which one I mean <laughs> um um no let me look. hold on let me let me look it up because it's like a really cool story I think it's illicit affairs or mad woman no mad woman that's the one I was talking about
1: oh and yeah
0: it's like a, it's basically based on a true story and I listened to it and then I found that and I went and read about it and I love that kind of thing um so I found that fascinating but I do really like that one <laughs>
1: um what's your second recommendation this week
0: so this is something that I actually thought you were just going to recommend because it is something that people have been talking about a lot recently. And it's Zach Efron's new show on Netflix called Down to Earth. Have you seen it yet?
1: I've not seen it, but I have seen everyone talking about it.
0: So we, I, I knew I wanted to watch it and I kind of, a bit like Taylor Swift, had a bit of an on-off thing with Zach Efron for many years. Like I was never really into that high school musical hype. Um and then I feel like he disappeared, then he came back and I was like, eh, but now I'm a big fan. Like I feel like I can really get on board with like the messages he's putting out and I feel like he has a really lovely energy about him. Um the hippie in me coming out, but I do feel like he has a lovely <laughs> energy. So we were like scrolling Netflix and we watched the trailer for this and we're like, Eh, yeah, sure, let's watch the first episode and give it a go. Alex and I are hooked. We have watched four or five episodes in the past two days. Um we're probably gonna finish it today. Essentially, what it is is he travels around the world with his friend Darren Olian, who people might know because he himself um, has written a book and he's very successful in his own right. And they travel around the world and look at how things are done in different places, but through that lens of kind of sustainability and doing things a bit better and questioning why things are the way they are. So they go to Iceland and look at like how they harness power there, and they go to Costa Rica and spend a lot of time looking at um, this really cool community who are just. Approaching things differently, they only live off of what they produce, and their school is like there's no like set lessons and homework. It's teaching kids to be more um, inquisitive about the world around them. And then there's an episode, and I, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, and I feel like it could have come up, but I am um, fascinated with the research on blue zones. If you don't know what blue zones are, I would highly recommend going and looking them up because they're essentially pockets. Um, or like communities around the world where they have a much higher rate of centarians per capita than other places, than like the general population. And one of the places they go to is Sardinia, which is a blue zone. And they look at this um, town in Sardinia and why there are so, so many people there who live to be over a hundred. And it's so interesting. Um, and I feel like we've both learned a lot from it. Like it's very accessible and the way they've done it with Zach Efron, like he's very much got that, um approach to of like I'm genuinely interested and I'm here to learn and there's no ego about him there's no like um celebrity about him if you know what I mean by that it's just he's very open to the idea of learning about new things and doing it with someone who has really inspired him and it's just a wonderful watch I highly recommend it
1: I don't know what I thought it was about but it wasn't I didn't think his show was about that. That sounds really interesting. I'm definitely going to start watching that this week.
0: I think you would love it. Like some of the stuff I'm like, okay, I knew about that already. And some of the stuff i was like, I had no clue. Um, there's an episode on water, which like drinking water, which at first me and Alex were like, all right, okay. It was so interesting. And it has Anna Kendrick in it as well. Amazing. Um, who I know you're a big fan of. So I would just really recommend, I think, I have a lot of time for people who, um, I don't want to say reinvent themselves because I feel like that's a bit, that sounds like there's something wrong with Zac Everyone to begin with and I don't think there was, but he just, he's, he's grown a lot, like he's been very welcome to um, embracing that growth, that personal growth and change and I love that when people do it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like people who can kind of get out of a very ecstatic static kind of idea that people have of them and show that they are always growing and developing it yeah I have a lot of respect for those people who are actively kind of seeking out growth and educating themselves as hippie as that might sound but
0: I think it's really important but also he shows a really vulnerable side to himself as well and it isn't like oh feel bad for me I'm a celebrity like it's just a very raw like his reactions are very like raw and honest which I have a lot of time for because to be in that kind of position to have that profile but to be willing to put yourself out like that, I think, is really brave. And there's a part in one of the episodes where um, a group of people, probably like quite a few years younger than us, um, find out that he's in town, and are obviously like, "Oh my god, Zac Efron!" And the way he like deals with that, and that he goes and spends time with them all, because that like you've got to be grateful for the people who make your life like what it is. I was like, "That's so lovely," because you don't have to do that. Yeah. I know there's a bit of PR in there, but also like be be, you know, seeing the best in people. I like to think that's how he genuinely is. So yeah, if you're looking for something to watch, it's very easy to watch. The episode's like 40 minutes long. Um but it's just it's informative and it's fun and all that kind of thing.
1: Oh, awesome. I'm gonna watch that this week, definitely.
0: Have you have you seen the meme about it that's going around the internet?
1: The Oh, the one about um the one about, I like how, how Zac Efron's yeah. adapted to, it. what is it? That basically people fancied him when he was like 15 or 16. And then now when they're in like their thirties, they're still attracted to him.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate that he's put the effort into to like maintain, like in line with my tastes over yes. the course of the <laughs> last 15 years. I showed it to Alex and I was like, Haha. I was like, okay, maybe it's more of like a... It's so I'm true though. I feel like it.
1: every... I feel like everyone loved like that sweeping side fringe when you were like 15 years old. <laughs> oh, it
0: cracks me up. Like he just, his transformation. I love him. But he, he does talk about Baywatch and how he had to train for Baywatch to look how he did for that. And I think if we go back to discuss body image and stuff like that at a later date, this would be a really brilliant thing to touch on because in that his body is portrayed as almost normal. When you hear what he had to do to look like that, You realise how completely screwed up it is that we would ever perceive that as like normal and achievable for everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Cool. Should we move on to this week's topic? So, this week we wanted to talk about staying grounded and how we've been staying grounded in what has been a completely crazy year because it's been overwhelming in so many ways, it's been stressful in so many ways, and Throughout all of this, there have been little things we've been doing to just kind of take a moment, try and stay calm, try and stay in the moment, just be more grounded basically, even though we definitely haven't always been able to do it a hundred percent of the time, there's some real value to kind of having a couple of just like tips sitting there in your arsenal in case you need to crack them out.
1: Yeah, I think obviously we've covered staying positive and coping with feeling overwhelmed and dealing with change, but I think this week we just want to talk through some really actionable and achievable um, things that you can do just in day-to-day life to help you stay grounded and help cope with everything that's going on at the moment.
0: For sure so we're just going to basically reel these off and share them like share the things that have really helped us and I think the first one and that this isn't even necessarily a thing for just now I think it's generally that we all need to start doing more but cleaning up our social media and taking a bit of a break because It is an overwhelming place right now, particularly when you start seeing people who are not following the rules as they should be, who are having like group gatherings and hugging people in photographs and all that kind of thing. That is just that extra added stressor that you don't need to see.
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like social media with everyone being at different levels and different restrictions or some people just not giving a crap about them at all. Um, being online is really anxiety inducing at the moment to see other people's behavior. So cleaning up your socials or taking a step back is really helpful. And the other thing that um, to add to that as well is it's easy to, to feel the same when you watch the news because it's always yeah. reporting on those people who aren't following the rules or how restrictions are or aren't working in certain places around the world. So I think if you do feel the need to watch the news, do it once a day and then steer clear of it don't subject yourself to watching the news five times a day to see the same thing over and over and increase your anxiety levels even more
0: yeah one thing I would also add to that is and I don't know if this is the same in every country but I know in the UK like your the news at 10 which is on every channel tends to be a bit more kind of hard-hitting a bit more I don't want to say dramatic that definitely feels like the wrong word but it's a bit more um, intense whereas the news at 6pm isn't quite like that. And I imagine it's to do with like the watershed and younger people being able to watch it. So one thing I found helpful is because I've, I've removed all my news alerts on my phone. Um, I have to go and actively hunt out the news now. If I'm going to watch it, watching the news at 6pm is just a little bit more manageable than watching it at 10pm.
1: Yeah, we have a uh, we have a press conference every day at 11. And I just watch that because it's just factual. There's no like drama from the news that like you're talking about that. It's just the information that I need to know and then that's it. I don't look at anything else.
0: Yeah. Another thing I found really helpful if particularly if I'm in that moment where I'm starting to feel very overwhelmed, maybe I'm getting in a lot of information, work's really stressful, whatever, mm. is actually just going and doing something really mindfully. Like I don't mean sitting there and meditating for 15 minutes. I mean feel free to go do that if that works for you. But actually what I do is I gallop from my desk or I get up from whatever I'm doing and I go and do a really simple task that I know very well but I have to but I just really concentrate on each step. So maybe it's making a cup of tea and I think about right I'm going to put this much water in the kettle and now I'm pressing boil and I think about like how the water's starting to bubble um, or even something like putting on my makeup in the morning because it's such a routine to me and I'm so used to it. I'm like right I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. And I find that doing that and just maintaining my breathing throughout and just really focusing on something so simple brings you back to the moment you're in and kind of quiets the rest of the noise
1: yeah I really agree and another tip following on from that is I do something very similar um, when I'm outside and especially now we have restricted time outside I find that it really helps to almost occupy my mind with focusing on the things to be grateful and appreciative about outside whether that's like the the sun being out and feeling like the heat on my face or like the blue sky or hearing the birds sing or watching the dogs running around I think I focus my mind on those really small things that are going on around me and that's I just keep my mind completely occupied on that and it stops it kind of wandering off into the the kind of catastrophizing and the anxiety that's that's going on if I haven't got my mind focused on something else
0: yeah I find that really helpful and also if I'm going out for a walk or if you can't get outside because either you're isolating or it's, it's just not accessible for you even like opening a window and looking trying to look out at nature is so beneficial like there's loads of research on fractals which are basically like the shapes that nature makes so like leaves and grass and clouds like all the things that you can't actually recreate and how they massively reduce your stress levels if you're exposed to them a lot so another great thing is if you can put plants in your house like if you can't get outside put a plant in your house it's amazing for this kind of thing and actually when I'm going outside and going for a walk that's what I'm doing like I'm trying not to be on my phone or anything like that I'm just like you said being like right I can feel the wind on my face and look at those nice leaves and all that kind of thing and it really helps you to just stay in the moment and like realize what's actually real
1: yeah definitely I totally agree um and another thing as well in terms of kind of just focusing in on one thing I feel like it's really helpful if you can do something that's I not to say normal because what even is normal but if you can do something like to chat to a friend or cook your favorite meal or if you have a Sunday night routine where you have a I don't know a bath and a face mask and you sit down and watch your favorite tv show with your partner or family or whoever I think doing something that feels normal is a really great way to almost switch your brain off and I don't want to say trick it into thinking that everything's okay because that sounds so melodramatic but I think if you can feel like you're into a routine of things when they were a bit more stable it's a really helpful kind of switch off time.
0: Yeah I think sometimes you just have to be kind to yourself like we I know you and I are so guilty of this but like if we Don't feel like we can get up early one morning. We just lie in bed and beat ourselves up. Which means that, A, we we aren't, like, refreshing our bodies and giving it what it needs. But we're also just being mean to ourselves. Or anything, anything like that. Like, if your body is telling you that it needs sleep, that actually it can't concentrate and it needs a break. Or it just really craves chocolate or whatever. Responding to your body in the moment that you're in and when it tells you what it wants right then can just really, help. it just stops you fighting with yourself. And it definitely makes me yeah. think, okay, do you know what? Today I, today, I can't wake up at 6.30. I don't have that in me and I'm going to sleep in and I'm just going to go by what my body's doing today and not think any further than that. And it just reminds you that actually, when you do those things, it makes such a difference. Give yourself a break for Christ's sake.
1: Oh, yeah, I totally agree. And just, I think that not beating yourself up just because you haven't done something you haven't gotten up early enough or you've not completed a project that you said you were going to get done today like I think beating yourself up especially in this time when you feel like you should be doing something and I know we spoke about it in the um like problematic lockdown trends as well but seeing other people doing stuff that makes them look productive makes you feel worse again step away from social media just listen to what your body needs and along the same kind of vein as well just focusing on now and what what your body is kind of asking for I think just focusing on one week at a time especially at the moment when I've got kind of locked down for the foreseeable few weeks rather than thinking about what's going to happen in six weeks time or two months time and trying to come up with plan a b and c which let's face it I have been trying to do I think just focusing on one block of time whether that's a day or a couple of days or for me it's a week so each each week I'm just okay, Monday to Sunday, what am I focusing on this week? Don't think about what's going to happen. And I think keeping yourself focused in on a certain time frame really helps you stop speculating and catastrophizing about what could possibly happen and what could go wrong and all those things that kind of increase anxiety.
0: Totally. Like just trying to stay in the moment and also with that, like embracing the spontaneity a little bit. I know that you and I aren't the most spontaneous of people and we'd much rather have a plan. But for me, I've found that I get, I've been doing exactly what you've done. I'm like, right, okay, so by August, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'll be able to do this and do that and do this. That is not the reality. And I was just getting so kind of het up in what I'm not doing. I'm not enjoying what I can do. Like I can spontaneously still like video call someone or like say like my parents have a garden. I can be like, actually, do you know what? Do you want to be have a socially distanced cup of tea in your garden this weekend? And just embracing some of that spontaneity because we can't plan ahead at the moment and actually life can be really fun when you're spontaneous and it just it kind of gives you that reassurance that you can still do fun things you can still go and do stuff it just maybe isn't quite how you'd normally do it
1: yeah definitely and also if you're like it's a little bit difficult maybe for me to be as spontaneous as I'd like to try and be at the moment but i think a similar thing that works like that is if you have something to look forward to and again that doesn't mean brunch with your friends or going on a trip like obviously things are different now but I think if you can schedule in time for you once a week or once every few days however often you need it I think having something to look forward to is really really helpful and whether that's just some time for you doing a workout or reading a book going for a walk if it's having a bubble bath and doing a face mask or kind of cooking some of your favorite recipes whatever it is I think having that time just for you that you've scheduled in and you think okay I'm going to get through this week and then I'm going to do that I think it's a real kind of like a motivator and it gives you something to focus on that almost acts like a a reward as well.
0: Yeah I think it makes you really grateful for the little things as well and like when you do those things make sure they're things you can control like you know if things change and you plan to go and see friends then there's a lot of reasons that might not happen but something like you were saying like picking your favorite workout to do or saying saturday night i'm going to watch this movie it gives you a little bit more certainty again and it gives you something tangible you can look forward to and that's again it just keeps you in that moment more like it stops you worrying about too far in the future
1: yeah we've actually been doing um so we've been trying to like work out every day and keep Pretty healthy because obviously we're not moving as much as we would be usually. But Friday nights have now become our uh, like beer and beer and kind of cheap meal night. So we just get a few drinks, we get some chocolate, we get some crisps, whatever we feel like, and we just watch a movie. And we've been doing that since this lockdown started. And we both look forward to Fridays so much. It's kind of like no social media. We pick a movie and it's just some time for us to chill out. And you do, you do forget yeah. about everything else that's going on for a little while. It's really nice.
0: I love that. It is creating those new little things to look forward to, isn't it? Even if they feel a bit different to what you might normally do. I think another thing that's handy to do as well is when you do have stuff you need to do, write out on a to-do list, but keep that to-do list short. Like if you've got a lot of things that are on your mind, write them all out somewhere for sure. So you've got a record of them, you won't forget them. But when you approach the day, you just be like, right, these are the two or the three, or if you've got a really busy day or they're smaller tasks, five things you want to achieve that day. And just focus on doing those because it isn't a productivity contest it isn't like a competition to see who can do the most in a day and get all of their life admin done before midday. That's not what this is about. Like, some days they might be really simple. My to do list last weekend was a bake banana bread, put up the bathroom unit. That was it. And I did both of those things. And I was like, okay, maybe I haven't like, I don't know, done loads of other stuff I could have done. But I've done what I've set out to achieve. And it it makes you feel really good that you've actually finished your to do list, and it, you know, it's better than beating yourself up. that like, you know, you'll get to the rest of the stuff. You just don't have to do it today.
1: Yeah, I literally have two to do lists. One is just called to do list, and then the other one is called to do today. And every every night, I move over like like you said, three to five things onto the to do today list for me to do the next day. And like you said, on Friday, my to do list was to Make some dairy-free brownies and to clean the bathroom and to put a wash on and they were just three things and I got them done and I was like nope that's fine I've ticked off what I needed to do today and don't make that, that way you don't guilt yourself because you've not missed things and you've not put too, put too much pressure on yourself to get loads of stuff done and yeah it does feel far more productive to do it that way
0: for sure I think we focused like in these situations when you start to feel overwhelmed when you start to feel a bit out of control It just spirals so quickly. And if you're going to say, I've got to do this and this and this and this, it just adds to the stress. The second you say, no, this is what I'm actually going to do today. You can go and do it. If you don't do it, it is also not the end of the world. But at least you've set out with a realistic intention rather than like, I'm going to solve all the world's problems today because we're only human.
1: Yeah, and I think if you do find yourself in one of those spirals, another great thing to do is to just speak to someone else, whether that's your partner, your housemates, or if you live on your own, call someone, reach out to someone. Because, like we've said before, getting a random spontaneous phone call from a friend or family member these days is like the most exciting thing ever. So, just reach out to someone and talk and have it doesn't have to be a big, heavy, deep talk about how you're feeling. I think just having a normal chat and a catch-up with someone can really help kind of bring you down and f- let you feel more kind of calm and balanced if you are kind of struggling and
0: spiraling
1: into that kind of anxiety and struggling to stay grounded
0: yeah I think we can both agree like before so before we record the podcast we normally have like a bit of a catch-up ourselves see how each other are and we like plan the episode and everything and when we both like jumped on skype this morning for that we were both like oh how are you doing like I wasn't feeling great. I had a really stressy, crappy week, um, and obviously you've got all your new restrictions. And neither of us were really like in like peak podcast recording mood. But within half an hour of just chatting about inane crap, we felt so much better. And you kind of forget, don't you? You're like, oh, I don't want to pester that person, or oh, I'm sick of video calls. And I, I completely get that. Like, I think everyone's a bit sick of video calls. But actually speaking to someone else. You're like, oh, do you know what? It just feels a little bit more normal. It, It's a different perspective as well. If you've got a problem, to have a different perspective from someone else makes the world of difference.
1: Yeah, and then lo and behold, what starts out as a quick catch-up before we record ends up being an hour and a half chat just about <laughs> anything and everything. So when, when you think we've recorded a kind of 45-minute episode, what it's actually been is like a three-hour long pre-catch-up, post-catch-up podcast recording session
0: podcast admin the lot but like having that interaction with someone who you don't live with or who you haven't seen well I don't even think about how long it's been since i have actually physically seen you let's not go there um oh my god but um it does make a difference and you know I think especially now things obviously not for you house but here restrictions are relaxing in some areas and you can physically see people but for me that just isn't something i'm comfortable doing right now like i'm i'm not willing to do that and i know i'm not alone in that and i think we need to normalize that it's okay if you're still not wanting to see people because there's a pandemic but then there's like that added pressure of like you feel overwhelmed you feel like your head's spinning you want to see your friends but you don't want to see your friends because you're a bit stressed about it all a call like settles that down like it's like the best of both worlds you get to catch up with someone who you love but you don't have to worry about going outside and that's the thing you've just got to find things that make you feel better calm you down but without adding any extra stress to the situation
1: yeah and also I think it's worth mentioning that if you are a bit of a worrier or you struggle a bit with anxiety a lot of the time if your friends are your friends they're going to totally understand if you're not comfortable going out and doing something and Think rather than worrying about it and building up in your head and worrying what you're going to miss out on or if people will think you're being silly. Just talk to your friends because the chances are they'll feel the same or they'll be completely understanding of it as well.
0: Yeah, like realistically, no one's going to get mad at you because you say, do you know what, I don't really want to go to X or Y because it's pandemic. Like that's pe-. but even outside of this, like if we cast our minds back to a pre-COVID world. If you don't want to go to a bar because you don't like crowds, just tell your friends. If you don't want to, you know, go to that place because you've got a really long drive to it and you're a bit stressed about doing the drive, meet halfway. Like telling someone that if, if there's a situation that's overwhelming you, that you can solve by just talking about it, please do. Like it's so much easier. It makes your life so much better.
1: Yeah, I totally agree um on that note i feel like that wraps it up quite nicely for this week. yeah um we hope that you are all doing okay and coping with everything obviously it's a crazy time and it's different for everyone um we hope that these podcasts are a little bit of a bit of comfort maybe or maybe it is that little thing that you use to escape and have some time for you to listen to um but do make sure that you look out for the podcast next week which will be called growth in progress
0: yeah, we hope you have a good couple of weeks. And as ever, if you've enjoyed this week's episode, please, please subscribe, rate, review the whole shebang on Apple Podcasts or on ACAST. It means the world. And to everyone who's been doing it, thank you so much because it has made such a difference in how many people we're reaching each fortnight. And we're truly grateful.
1: Um, for now, stay safe, look after yourself, and we will see you as growth in progress in two weeks' time.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs>